Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am pumped up and ready to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about why women cheat. Why do they cheat? What are the danger times for women cheating? Is the seven-year itch really true? Do men cheat more? Does moving in raise her risk of cheating? Does her lack of self-confidence affect how she views you and what she does outside the bedroom? Oh my, let's get into all these topics and more. Before we jump in, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about pregnancy traps. Is she trying to trick you into getting pregnant? Is she telling you what you want to hear but has her own agenda on how this will go down? After all, you're getting what you want, which is sex. She thinks she should even the score by getting what she wants out of the encounter. Tune in to learn how to protect yourself from these shenanigans. So the best way to listen to previous shows is download my new mobile app. All you have to do is search The Men's Advocate Show, The Men's Advocate Show. It's available on iTunes and also Google Talk uh, for your enjoyment. And you can listen to this show and any and all previous shows in the archive. Hey, it's fun to even do a little binge listening. Alrighty, if you haven't yet downloaded the app, you can also listen on SoundCloud and TuneIn. Um, but do download the app because that way everything about Linda, Linda Gross, you can find on my app. So not only the archive shows, but you can listen live, you can call live with one touch. Uh, you can check out my books, which are on Amazon, both in ebook and paper book. Uh, paperback, I should say, and uh, you can check out Linda Coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching if you happen to have had roadblocks for several years that you just can't seem to get past that hurdle, I will help you. All right, that and more. My website, my social media, everything is on the app, so that's why you should get it, so don't be left behind. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about why women cheat. Now, the good news is um, most women don't cheat. About 15% of women, statistically speaking, compared to about 22% of men. Now, I'm not really sure I agree with these numbers. I think the numbers are far higher than what the stats uh, report, but okay, we'll go with that, all right? So um, most women don't cheat if we are happy. Most women don't cheat if you've had us at the first kiss. And faithfulness is hardwired into our female circuitry, like our need to cuddle and to buy shoes. It's just there. So today we're gonna examine why she strays. Why is she going against biology to stray and cheat, okay? Well, let's uh, take a step back and find out why guys cheat which they do for primarily two reasons. A, a physical release, especially if they aren't getting any at home. Right, guys? And B, variety. 56% of male cheaters claim to have been happily married. See, but they still cheat. And that's because men have this ability in their brains, what I call compartmentalization. In other words, they can separate love from sex. So they might love their wife, they might love their family. Of course, they're gonna come home to her, but they can cheat and have an affair. And once the deed is done, they can put that on the shelf, put it in a box, lock it away, and one does not spill over into the other. They can, men have, a, have an ability to keep these things separate, where women don't really have a natural ability in that way to keep things se separate. They let, women let their emotions tangle into the physical act as well as the emotional well-being. You know, it's all like mixed into one, so that's, that's why one spills over into the other. So, um, let's get into some of the reasons what, that make her cheat. So, take accountability for your actions. 
turns out that 90% of people who cheated believe that they are justified in doing so. Now, the bad news is the incidence of extramarital intercourse for women is 25% and the estimate of single women who have cheated is even higher. Ah, okay, so the seven-year itch is true. Statistically speaking, women cheat after seven years of marriage. Boy, <laughs> isn't that funny? You know, I've, I've heard that saying, you know, all my life, but, you know, when I looked at the stats on that, it really is true. Wow, I guess there is some magic point there, uh, numbers-wise, that makes them cheat. Okay, another, what's another danger time? Uh, she has a one-year-old. Now, why would that be? Her hormones are all out of whack. She is physically exhausted. She's not getting enough me time. These are all reasons that she may look to the other side of the fence. Two-thirds of wives report a significant decline in marital satisfaction around this time, around the seven-year mark. Now, what's the cure for this? Make sure you take the baby from her for one hour, at least once a week, more often if you can. Uh, let her take her bubble bath, let her get her nails done or go for that massage. She needs to unplug. She can't be in high demand baby mode every single of the day. So help her out, help her unplug. It's not a lot to ask, at least once a week for an hour. Got it? Okay, another reason why she might cheat. Statistically speaking, she works. So women are more likely to cheat if they are working than a stay-at-home mom. Now, why is this? Opportunity and bonding with a coworker make cheating an easy transition. So that's why, okay? What else is uh, stacking the odds against you? She was married before. Second marriages are higher in divorce and adultery than first marriages. So just beware of that and try to shore up your odds to make sure things are in your favor. So listen up to the rest of this program to make sure things are going your way. Next up, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. So if one of her parents had affairs, children of cheaters are much more likely to repeat family history. Yeah, because, you know, they've seen their parents do it, so why not join the club, right? They're, they've already been desensitized to cheating and are not accepting the social norms that, uh, that most people have that didn't have that experience. Now, sometimes timing makes her cheat. So let's say she's turning a milestone like age 25 or 30 or 35 or whatever that milestone age is. Milestone birthdays make her think, what have I been doing for the last five or 10 years? If it's not going the way that she planned, she might jump at the chance to correct it with an affair. It's an instant but selfish way to boost her self-worth. Now, the act tells her that she still is desired. Now, if she's in an unhappy relationship, watch out because the numbers of her cheating triple. All right, what's up next? Achieving a big event or goal. Let's say she just bought her first condo or she got her big promotion or maybe she finally landed that client or close the big deal that she's been working on for six months. Maybe she just passed the bar or graduated. Maybe she, she may be vulnerable to cheat because at this time she feels on top of the hill and invincible. Note, women with bigger salaries are more likely to cheat. It's the independence thing. If you leave her, she's not going to crumble. She is self reliant. A University of Washington study found that people who earn $75,000 or more per year were one and a half times more likely to have had an extramarital affair than those earning less than $30,000. So if your woman is in this category, 
you know, you just got to beware and pay attention a little bit more than if she were earning less money. <clears throat> By the way, a menshealth.com survey found that 41% of women who've cheated did it with a coworker. That recent promotion or landing that big client, she may feel a solid bond with the coworker who helped her get there. Got it? Okay, so what's the plan on your end? Brag about your woman's accomplishment. Tell everyone you know and say it in front of you. Doing this lets your woman know that you value her. One reason women cheat is for validation. If you genuinely value her and your actions confirm that, the odds of cheating are definitely curtailed. Okay, what else are danger days? Okay, her birthday and New Year's Eve. Never leave her alone on those two days because it's the same as giving her permission to cheat. Not only is it um, the same as giving her permission to cheat, but it's a reason to cheat. Okay, so those are her two big days. So don't neglect her during those days. Also, not having a nice present on her birthday leads her to believe that she can do better. She gets frustrated with you, okay? So she's going to stray and think those thoughts. Not that it's right, but that's where a mi woman's mind goes. All right, what are other pitfalls? You moved in together. Heck, it might have been, it might even have been her idea. If it has been more than a year of living together and you either haven't proposed or haven't set a date, she's likely to cheat. Yep. She basically is giving up on you, thinking you aren't really interested in continuing long term. That's how women view these things. So most women do want marriage and or children. Her clock is ticking. And if you aren't going to be the one, she may stray to someone who is going to give her what she wants. The plan if there is a legit reason why you haven't done so, why you haven't popped the question, let her know. Maybe you're focused on finishing school or are currently helping your dad open up his new business, or you're helping grandma downsize and move from her current home to a senior living facility. Whatever the issue is, work together to come up with an action plan to get you through this hurdle. Leaving her out in the cold is not a good idea because she's going to look for that love and attention elsewhere, okay? And she wants to help you. I mean, if you have a legit reason, you should be working together as a couple. She wants to help you, so be inclusive rather, rather than exclusive. Okay, the thrill is gone. The reason the thrill might be gone for you after moving in is because you stopped dating her. You have to act like you can't wait to see her and can't wait to rip her clothes off. So one way to do this is to make a plan and do a date night at least two times a month, more often if you can afford it. Next. You've seen her in her pajamas with her spilled cereal stain on the lapel from this morning. So that's not really floating your boat and turning your on. Okay, we get it. Um, create some fantasy plans to do dress up or pretend you're each someone that you're not. In other words, maybe you're the policeman and she's in handcuffs. So you have to create these pretend scenarios and get you out of Get yourselves out of the, the same old, same old routine. Okay, next up, her clock is ticking and or she thinks she can do better. Now, regarding paternity, even conservative figures show that between 18 to 15% of children have not been fathered by the man who thinks he's the biological parent. Uh-oh. Welcome to the Maury Show. I've often wondered how that show has been on for decades, and it just never ceases to amaze me, the fascination with this topic. But 
you know, there you go. So here's the reason, you know, why she's she's doing these crazy things and, and straying. All right, next up, revenge sex. It's real. Sometimes women have a hard time putting into words what they feel. If she suspects you've cheated, she may cheat. Also in the revenge category is if you've been neglectful, disrespectful, irresponsible, uh-oh, your action caused her or your action caused her a setback or hardship. Basically, if you are slacking, she's going to be packing with somebody else. Okay, next up, your sex levels have dropped off significantly. Mm -hmm. If you if you have used, uh, if you used to have sex twice a week, but now it's down to once a month, she may figure that you don't find her attractive anymore. If there is a legit reason on your end for the slack off, discuss it with her and come up with an action plan. So if you truly feel that the pullback is something on her end, meaning that she gained 50 pounds, okay, that's a hard one. Weight is always a very delicate issue with women and getting her on a treadmill or to the, or to the gym doesn't really work. In fact, it may send her deeper into the food zone. Now, the reason for this that she's not being, you know, turn, she's not being, uh, like if, if the shoe was on the other foot, the reason why it's not a detriment to women is because most women, unlike men, are not physically attracted. They're not visually attracted to the opposite sex. So, in fact, women think that you should love them for their personality, not what they look like. So she doesn't really understand why this is such a big deal that she's gained 50 pounds and she thinks that you've said your vows and you know that's that and you should just stay with her. But you know I realize that your little man has to be turned on to get the get the job done, right? So anyway they they just women just don't understand that how this all works. So talking to her about it it's just gonna tick her off because like I say, women don't think that way. They don't think in visual terms. So women, what does work? Women do like indirect help. So they see direct help as a confrontation, which will make her pull back even more. So if she has a sister or a best friend that you can confide in and in turn that third party can talk to your woman, that might be one approach to approach the subject. Okay, um, you know, because the third person can always deliver the news in a softer way than you. Another way that really works well is talk about the situation in third person as if it's not even you. So say you're talking about a coworker and his wife or some guy at the gym. Say it is what he is going through and ask your wife how it should be handled. See, isn't that sneaky? But it, it, it really does work. So women are very intuitive. They can fill in the blanks. That story about your coworker, for example, will make her think about her own situation. If the situation is not readily fixable by her, that doesn't give you a reason to cheat. Instead, you must leave the relationship. I mean, if it really boils down to you're not turned on anymore, please guys, don't cheat. Just leave the relationship and get on with your lives. Okay, <clears throat> next up, she's not getting enough. Okay, so we've often talked about the bonding hormone called oxytocin. Now, oxytocin spikes up three to five times higher during sex compared to pre-sex levels. So don't let this hormone get depleted. Lack of sex depletes this hormone. So lack of this hormone leads to her detaching from you which leaves her vulnerable to straying. Do you see the math on that? So don't let this happen. 
The hormone is more intense in females than in males, as women develop a stronger sense of bonding through sex than men do. If you don't have the time or energy to have frequent sex, make dead sure you don't pull back on kissing her. French kissing is also a way to bond with your woman. Now, the husband of a close friend of mine used to say, if you don't do it, someone else will. So I think that some of her cheating is your fault. So don't let this be you. Shore up all the, the risk gaps in your relationship and have her do the same so you're not falling prey to these pitfalls. Okay, next up, she has low self-confidence. As such, she is vulnerable to outside influences. What is the cure? Give her validation specifically and often. Going in circles. A so-so sex life could also mean that you have unresolved problems between you. Research conducted by Shirley Glass, PhD, found that 79% of cheating women cited dissatisfaction in the marriage as the cause. Wow. 70, 79%. That's a huge number and I need, I need you to pay attention to that number. So if she is unhappy, she is four times more likely to have an affair than women who say their marriage is happy. So you have control over this. Make this happen. Okay. She's ready to bolt. One more reason a woman might cheat is she wants to dump you. Ah, reverse psychology here. So her cheating may accelerate her dumping you or may cause you to dump her. Either way, it brings your relationship to an end. A professor of psychology at the University of Texas in Austin asked 100 men and women which tactic they would use to get out of a bad relationship. Now guess what the most common answer was? Start an affair. Wow, make those words ring in your head, okay? Okay, next up, she doesn't feel safe with you. She'd like to play the virgin slash whore with you or reveal her deepest sexual fantasy, but she doesn't feel safe enough with you to open up. She'll find someone else who she is safe with. So that's why you are at risk. Scared of being alone. So this type of woman will want to audition your replacement before she actually dumps you. So that could be her. Again, this is the one that's got low self-confidence, so that falls in that category. What are other risk factors? She's changed her physical appearance. In other words, she's lost weight or has had uh, plastic surgery. So she basically wants to take her new ride out for a spin. So you know, pay attention to those markers if she's, you know, if she's uh, actively been changing her physical appearance. They, they are a risk factor. All right, next up, she feels that she married the wrong man. You met her at a low point in her life and she was desperate. Now that she's back on her feet and her life is stable, she finds him beneath her level. Ooh, dear. <laughs> wow, these are some juicy ones, aren't they? All right. Uh, next risk factor is you are physically spending less time with her than before. So let's say she's watching The Bachelor while you're at po poker night every Monday night. You know, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe yes, but if we're looking at this statistic, statistic, it's probably a maybe no. Let's say you're traveling for, for work 30% more than last year. Okay, so that's going to open up some risk for you. 
she will wander off with someone who makes her feel adored again. Next risk factor is she's ovulating. If you're not getting the job done, women's sex fantasies of other men nearly double during their days of peak fertility. Welcome back everybody. You are currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about why women cheat. What are the danger times for women cheating? Is the seven year itch really true? All right, let's dive back into our list of why women cheat. So we were talking uh, a moment ago about how to figure out ovulation because that was one of the risk factors. So what you do, it's pretty simple math. You take the first day of her period, add 10 to 14 days, and it's during that three to four day window past the first day of her pregnancy, I mean, first day of her period, that she is ovulating. And that is the time, the ovulation time is when she is at high risk for cheating. Okay, makes sense? All right, so that's how you do that. Here are some more reasons from women as to why they cheated. Uh, one person said she was afraid of being alone. She constantly needed someone around. Who knows, maybe she had a parent or somebody abandon her during childhood and I guess that's her coping me mechanism. Maybe she never got that handled. Maybe, maybe she never you know, got therapy over that or whatever. So in her adult life, that's the place that she's operating from. Not saying that it's right, but in order to cure that, she really does need to get it handled to find out why being alone is so scary. The next lady said, she's young and she's in her 20s and girls just want to have fun. So I guess they fell into uh, a relationship where possibly they're constantly together or perhaps living together, but that's not what her idea of what she wants to do is. She really should not be in a relationship if she just wants to have fun. It's okay to have fun, but you know, don't damage the other person's psyche like this you know, don't get in a relationship if that's what you're going to do. The next person said, it's an adrenaline rush. She can't stop cheating. She says, I love it. It is so exciting and makes me feel alive. Wow. What, <laughs> what selfish behavior, right? So if you need that adrenaline rush, that much, if you crave it that much, it usually means that you don't really have too much going on in your life and you're depending on a man to like fill in that void. So somebody like this, they really do need to get a life. They need to find a passion or a hobby or a career or something that will make them feel good from within and not use uh, men and sex as a replacement for building your inner core and your inner strength. The next person says, well, she's just a plain old attention magnet. She just craves all the attention. Again, this is somebody that has low self-esteem, doesn't have anything going on in her life. She's probably boring and she's using men as a crutch to fill this void. Not a cool thing. So here's a study which is published by the Journal of Couple and Relationship Therapy, and they found out that nearly 55% of women have extramarital affairs at some point during their marriage. Now see, those numbers seem more realistic to me uh, compared to the ones that I read to you at the top of the hour. That sounds about right. <laughs> it's not that, to say that they're consistently gonna have an affair but at some point during their relationship, wow, 55%, huh? Alrighty. Next is someone said, cheating on someone you love is like throwing away a diamond and replacing it with a rock. Boy, ain't that the truth. <laughs> Boy, that's a, that's a crazy one. The advice I give guys who found out that their woman is woman cheated is to reflect on what part did you play in her cheating 
I know guys don't like to look at that, but if you can proactively examine those potential pitfalls, especially the ones that we've gone over in today's broadcast, ahead of this dastardly act happening, you can well prevent cheating. Okay, we have a uh, message from one of our, our listeners and a fan. His name is Sherwin, and his comment is, they're just whores and they can't close their legs. So my feeling is it's not because they can't close their legs. It's because they crave love. Many women equate sex with love, and that's why they're cheating. It's, it's emotionally based rather than physically based based. Uh, I think men physically crave sex, whereas women emotionally crave it because of, you know, how it makes them feel. So there definitely is a difference between the two sexes. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about how women got away with cheating. So here's some of the avenues that women used as to why they got away with it and there's why they're so much better at cheating than men. Um, don't use email or texting. Call from a landline. That's a good one. In other words, don't leave a trail. Uh, today's, you know, technology leaves all kinds of trails. So you want to minimize the trail as much as possible. Don't use a credit card. Use cash. Avoid social media. Don't take pictures. Oh, that's a good one. Don't tell anyone. Loose lips sink ships. Don't go to somebody he knows, i.e. a family member or a co-worker. Come up with a reasonable alibi or timeline before you cheat. That way you're not stumbling on your words and hemming and hawing and not knowing what to say. Come up with what to say before you cheat. Don't offer more to the story of where you were if you don't have to. Keep it simple. Keep a fresh set of clothing in your car just in case. I mean, let's say you went out to dinner beforehand and oops, you spilled a glass of wine all over your skirt or whatever. I mean, you don't you want to <laughs> hide your tracks, so cover the evidence there. Okay. Unlike females who have affairs with married men and find any excuse to tell the wife, the man whom she had the affair with will usually keep their mouth shut. Makes sense. Since it's not socially acceptable for the man to be the chump, the cheating woman will usually plan everything out so he is not socially embarrassed. This one is so true. So, you know, women are planners, they're calculators, so I, I thoroughly believe that one. Men are not spies, nor do they have intuition. So to that end, it just doesn't occur to men that women could possibly be cheating on them. <laughs> I know it's very linear thinking, but that's how guys think. I mean, they think like it, if it ain't uh, broke, don't fix it. I mean, if there's no reason to think she's cheating, why even, you know, have entertain that thought, right? So I guess so. All right, and the biggest one of all is men don't want the world to know. So even in the face of irrefutable evidence and a woman is somehow caught, a man is less likely to go public because of his pride and ego. Wow, all righty. Okay, so now that you have the full rundown on why women cheat and how they get away with it, you can arm yourself and be proactive and be prepared for what happens with all this. Okay, makes sense? So uh, if you happen to have liked our show, um, listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, 
download my app, of course, and buy my book on Amazon. We love having you here at the Men's Advocate Show. You can listen to us every single Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about why women cheat. Hmm. All right, let's get into a little bit about technology and how it makes it so easy to cheat. Cheating, like divorce, doesn't seem to discriminate. <clears throat> no matter what age, race, sex, religion, cheating is rampant, especially gaining momentum in the years leading up to divorce. A kind of glaring, huge symptom that is an unhappy, that is in an unhappy or unsatisfying marriage. Divorce expert said that he came to sympathize more and more with the cheaters. See, I told you. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, the opposite party has a lot to do with why the cheater cheats. For the most part, they were kind, sweet, educated, articulate people who used sex with others or emotional bonding with others as an escape, a band-aid on the bullet hole of the, of the underlying feeling that something <clears throat> wasn't quite right anymore with the union of their marriage. Technology is, cheaters best, is a cheater's best friend from meeting potential lovers to facilitating these relationships for weeks, months, and in many cases, years, as we can all thank technology for that. Take for example, LinkedIn is a married person's stealth way to find a lover because it is disguised as, hey, work-related. Remember, it has a private instant message system where you can happily pursue people to your heart's content. <clears throat> then there are hundreds of free dating apps. Take for example, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Zeusk, OkCupid, where you can register and don't even have to post a photo and can scroll through potentially millions of would-be affair partners. It is said that with online dating, approximately 50% of married men will flat out tell you they are not married, pretending that they are single or separated while their wife and kids are happily at home. You know, when I was uh, most recently single this last time, that, that number is so true. In fact, my number one issue that I had to deal with with online late dating was the ginormous amount of people who were married who were telling me otherwise. I mean, I had to be a complete detective to bust these people to figure out if they were married or not. And you can't straight up say, are you married? Because they, they lie. I mean, that's what they're good at doing, right? So <clears throat> I had to find stealth ways to, uh, you know, bust them in the act. If men are using these commonly used tactics, I trust that women aren't far behind. Women have learned to use these games too. Then, for the hardcore, serious, married people looking for affairs, there's always AshleyMadison.com with 37 million members. It just goes to show you how prevalent cheating is across the board. Of course, there are old school ways to meet potential uh, affair partners, for example, friends of friends, co-workers, spouses, friends, conventions, and work travel all push you in contact with thousands of potential new partners, where it's so easy to schedule meetings and fall in love, if not lust, with these people. The internet and smartphones are a blessing so we can connect to so many all over the world instantly, but this same technology allows adulterers to talk, call, video chat, instant message, email, text, and a lot of times untraceably. 
The days of being able to look over at phone records or email accounts and know if a spouse is cheating are over. Apps such as WhatsApp, WhatsApp uh, Viber, Tango, Confide, KIK, AIM, Yahoo Messenger, and a hundred more allow you to instant message each other 24-7 <clears throat> without your phone being alerted at all, no sound, no text pop-up, and no trace. So your spouse can be calling their lovers every waking minute of the day uh, when they aren't with you and never get caught. Now, people can easily and freely set up new email accounts, secondary Facebook accounts. Heck, people even have second phone numbers or a second telephone with apps such as Google Voice and Line 2. <clears throat> the best part is even if your spouse catches you on one app a little too long, you can just delete that one and move to another one over and over again and, to, and continue on with your affairs. Your phone also allows you to store contacts under any name, so if you like, to live a little more dangerously, you can always change that Tiffany to a Tony or that John to a Jane, and heck, no one is the wiser as to who's calling or texting you. FaceTime and Skype should be given special mentions to facilitate cheating because it lets you see, hear your lover say I love you or have a quick cyber sex session while your sp spouse pops out to run an errand and once again, no one will know. <clears throat> of course, almost every regular social media site now has instant messaging and video chat too. And in a few seconds, people can set up new accounts and connect to anyone they wish to. The next point that makes cheating so easily undetectable is more and more of us work unstructured hours not from one singular place, we work flex time or travel a lot. Unless your spouse attaches a GPS to your body and tracks you, it's very hard to tell where anyone is at a given time, let alone whom they are with. <laughs> this reminds me of a story where some guy slapped a GPS under his girlfriend's car and tracked her. So, of course, he got into trouble with the police and, and so forth, but, you know, hey, if you, if you need to find out where she is, I guess you can GPS her, or you can go old school and just hire a private detective to follow, uh, you know, this person around. You can easily now spend entire weeks with your lover on real or fake business trips that you have set up. Technology makes these affairs happen quicker and more easily because you can even text sitting in front of your spouse 24-7 and even in a few short days you can emotionally feel connected or in lust or love with someone in a very short amount of time. The other interesting fun fact is that most spouses have locked phones and there is a kind of unwritten agreement that if you don't look at mine, I won't look at yours. That is true. I wonder why that is, but that really is true. Maybe this, too, is an indicator of so many people being up to no good through technology. Even if you have an unlocked phone, it's easy to shield yourself by hiding and using decoy apps. You really do, you really do kind of need to be the FBI, you know, to find proof these days. The last reason so many people get away with cheating is a psychological reason. We really don't want to know. The concept of nine-tenths of reality is perception means that we go through life instead of believing a large part of what we see but rather we go through life with what we mostly want to believe. It's just the easier path to take. We often don't want to admit that we are married to women who say they love us to our faces 
while also pursuing men online and telling those people that they are loves of our women's lives. Now, is this the new normal? Maybe we are going back to our natural roots, which is to not be married. After all, marriage was invented to protect women and children. Since women earn money and can, pr can provide for themselves today, marriage seems less relevant. Oh boy. <clears throat> so that's what's going on in the world today with regard to our cheater friends. So I would love to hear your comments and questions on this. Uh, please contact me on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't already done so, hit like page easy to find same name as the show just google the men's advocate show with linda gross that's the men's advocate show with linda gross and put a message on my wall post or uh, if you want to stay anonymous private message me and i'm really looking forward to your questions or comments on this topic because it really is a, a rampant topic i think the numbers are growing every day you know, they say that, you know, some people say that we are not meant for monogamy, which, you know, I, I do agree with that. I think, uh, I think for sure, as I write in my book, uh, Mastering Women, found on Amazon in paperback and also in the ebook. Uh, in my book, I say that men, by nature, inherently are polygamous. They are meant to spread their seed. And the reason why they're meant to spread their seed is for the continuance of the species. And I also do write that inherently women are by nature monogamous because you can only get pregnant one person at a time. All right. Even if you are bedded by two people, you know, on the same day, the first sperm who reaches the egg then creates a hormonal block, a hormonal shield that prevents the second man's sperm from entering the egg and also uh, populating it, also impregnating it. Um, so it's kind of a, a mother nature, uh, you know, technology that she only allows the egg to be impregnated by one party, one man at a time. So for this, women are monogamous by nature but that's not to say that we can't overrule uh, what nature is doing and create <laughs> you know a new a new level of what's going on today so um, you know women I think a lot of them have given up on men and uh, you know I think in order to do that they've decided well uh, you know what's the point of being monogamous it doesn't get me anywhere and the quality of men are no good and so many men are cheaters so if the men are doing it why not you know maybe I should do it too so I think a lot of women it's not that they are by nature uh, polygamous and want to be cheaters it's that they've just kind of thrown in the towel with men and have decided to you know if you can't beat them join them play their game too so I think that's what's going on and the numbers are just out of control and I think um, <clears throat> this guy who is a, the uh, dating expert I think he's right I think uh, you know a lot of this technology they realize that a vast portion of their audience are cheaters so they're making their apps um, to be more and more conducive with a cheater to where you know the cheater can cover their tracks and not get caught so we live in a new age and you really have to think twice whether or not you want to be married or not today it's you know it's a it's really a lot to deal with another instant interesting statistic is if the cheater does not go to religious services in in other words they're not part of a church or synagogue synagogue or whatever their religious preferences if they are not going uh, regularly that 
also skyrockets um, the amount of cheaters. So <laughs> I guess religion sort of keeps you in line because, you know, all religions are based on uh, faithfulness and, you know, and those teachings. So if you're not going um, to your religious service, you know, that's going to put you in jeopardy. And, uh, you know, not that I'm a big fan of religion, but it is, you know, it's just the way of the world today. A lot of people are turned off to religion. There is a lot of uh, corruption and hypocrisy that occurs in religion. But, you know, one thing, one tenet that re religion does teach you is to be faithful and to have uh, character and to have morals and to have standards. So if you're not attending, there's no other church member that's going to, you know, uh, put you on blast and shame you and you're, you know, free to move about the cabin, as they say. So I think that's what's going on as well. Um, you know, people consider themselves their, their own person and they are not accountable to anybody. Um, they're not accountable even to their spouse. They feel that, you know, it's, it's no low and they want to uh, have fun and do whatever it is they want to do. And we come from a generation of narcissists and people who are you know so selfish that they're just doing whatever they want and you know if the consequences hurt uh, their loved ones and their families be damned that's taking a second second uh, second place to how the individual feels and you know they're going for that 20 seconds of fun and that's that you know I think people feel like they're writing their own reality TV or they're, they're in their own movie script or whatever <clears throat> because the rules don't apply to them. I think that's what's going on. So um, anyway, if you would like to uh, comment or question uh, this topic today, I welcome uh, hearing from you. As always, there's lots of ways to find me. The easiest way to find me is to download my new mobile app. Uh, it's available for the iPhone users as well as the uh, Google, as well as the Android users. Um, I'd love to hear from you. All of my communication is on the app. You can listen to my show live and on archive. You can call the show with one-touch dialing. It's super fun. You can see my website and all my social media. Um, you can catch up on how to contact me with regard to Linda Gross Coaching. Um, that's themensadvocate.com forward slash coaching. Themensadvocate.com forward slash, forward slash coaching. If you have a lifelong problem that you want to finally get rid of once and for all. I make it so easy. Most of my clients solve this problem in four sessions or less. You can check out all my books from my mobile app, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. I will look for you next week on The Men's Advocate Show.